0: Welcome to Share Your Magic, Biz and Brand Talk with Mary Alvazurez. If you are a soul driven entrepreneur looking to share your magic with the world in the best ways possible, this is the podcast for you. Mary is here to give you the actionable tools, insights, inspiration, uplifting conversations, and goods to level up your brand biz, and world. Ready to share your magic with the world? Let's get started. Here is your host, Mary.
1: Hello, beautiful soul. I'm so excited to have you here with me again. Today, we have special guest, Carla Reeves. For over a decade, ambitious leaders have been relying on Coach Carla to call out their blind spots, challenge their thinking, and expand their perspective. Carla believes in ditching the illusion that life will be great someday in the future and teaches leaders how to wake up their thinking to create and live a juicy, rich, meaningful everyday life now. I absolutely love that! (laughs) Hi, Carla, how are you today? Hi, Mary, I'm great. Excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here as well. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Well, I have all kinds of questions today, um, but before we dive in, tell us a little bit about how you became a coach and got to where you are today.
2: Yeah, so where do I start? (laughs) I'll take you back to, um, gosh, just quickly going through a lot of years of my life, like really checking the boxes of what I thought was going to make up this happy, successful life. And I checked a lot of those boxes and I woke up empty and that was, I also woke up kind of in the midst of going through a divorce. And that was a huge pivot point in my life. I was in a place I never imagined I would be. And I knew there had to be a different way. Uh, and I was made it my mission really to figure that out. Up until that point, I had lived my life um, kind of all focused on the external world and making everything look good on the outside and making sure every, everybody was happy. And it was, um, everything was good if if the external world was in place and I was getting the right feedback that I needed and the right, you know. Approvals and affirmations, and when that didn't happen, then and I didn't feel so great, and it was like this roller coaster that was exhausting, and I knew I had to get off. So that was really a huge turning point in my life, and like I said, made it my mission to figure that out, and did a lot of work to to figure that out. Um, just starting with the inside and really cleaning up my inner world. And as I did that, my outer world started to change. So fast forward into my life after becoming a mom, I didn't go back to the corporate world. I had the opportunity to stay home with my children and I found my sanity slipping a little bit. And I really wanted to figure out how to be a happy mom. And I started doing a ton of writing. I felt a calling to write and I wrote, and wrote, and wrote. And one day I sat on my bed months later and realized what had transpired on the pages of my journal. And I knew I was here to teach people how to use writing as a tool to navigate your life. And I did that. I started a business called Sanity Journals. I self-published some guided journals and led retreats where people could come and experience journaling. And then a company reached out to me They had, there had been a write-up in the paper and they said, you're passionate about journaling and so are we, and we have this online tool. I ended up doing a little bit of work for them and helping them uh, inside of their software. And I went to the president one day and I said, I want to grow my business but I don't know what to do. Would you mentor me? And she said, I think you know what to do. I think you should go through our coaching program. And that was my first introduction to coaching. I had really been coaching inside of my retreats, but I didn't call it that. And I did go through their coaching program and I fell in love with the idea of taking the writing and the journaling and coupling it, marrying it with a coach to really help people change their lives. So coaching found me. <laughs> I love that.
1: I absolutely love that. I think we can all definitely relate it's, you know to that story in some way. I love what you said, like, you know, um when you started with the inside work, like the outside work like world worked itself out better. And I completely, completely agree. <laughs> It's not what we're taught our whole lives, but I mean, to that place, it's, it's a really beautiful place to be. (laughs) Um, I say that because I've gone through a transformation myself recently and yeah, it was all the inner work that finally got me to where I wanted to be, um, yeah, on the outside world.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's counterintuitive. It's like upside down because we think that if we can just get everything lined up on the outside, just right, then we're going to feel better inside but it's, it's the other way around. If we feel better inside, then everything starts to look different on the outside.
1: <laughs> exactly. Especially for me, like, well, everyone has their own path. So I'm just sharing my own little experience, but it's like, I realized the more I healed, the better, like life just got in general, <laughs> like everything yeah. shifted in such powerful and positive ways. But I was like, okay, this
2: is working. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it's the part we have control over, right? And, you know, for most of my, a lot of my life, I was trying to control all these things in the outer world that I really didn't have any control over and felt frustrated. And the inside, you know, we have control. Those are things that we can control. And so a lot of times we end up feeling powerless. But when you return to the things that you actually can control, all of a sudden life starts to look and feel different.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, I really love that you brought that up. I don't think enough people talk about it. So (laughs) thank you for that little insight. Um, But yeah, I could literally sit here and talk about the power of your mindset and thinking all day. Um, But I know it's one of your areas of expertise. (laughs) So I'd love for you to know more from you. But what do you find your clients um, struggle the most with? And how have you helped them overcome that?
2: What do they struggle the most with? I think two things come to mind. Um, One is overthinking. And the second one is trusting themselves. And so, and I think they're a little bit intertwined, but the overthinking, one of the ways that um, I help them is through the writing. So like when I'm working with a client, the writing process is very much integrated into the work that we do. And so they do a lot of writing in between our sessions. So when we come back to the call, my training is actually uh, in using the writing to uncover blind spots and help them find their truth and see where their thinking is getting in their way. And so, And for overthinkers, just the process of getting some of that thought out on paper and outside their body, you know, gives you a more objective perspective. And then when you have somebody there to kind of help you sort through the thinking, to say, how is this shaping my life? How is this impacting how I'm behaving and showing up to my life? How is this impacting the way I communicate, the way I walk in the world? And having a coach there to help you kind of sift through that to see what's helping you and what's holding you back. And so the writing process is a huge part and significantly helps with the overthinking and intertwined with that is you know a lot of times the overthinking for my like I'm a overthinker myself and you know, sometimes the overthinking is caused from things like wanting to please other people or worried about what other people are going to think or wondering about other people's opinions or taking too much outside information in and then not knowing our own truth. And so the writing process is also really, really helpful. And, you know, as a coach, I'm always reflecting back, you know, to them what I hear, where their truth is and where their truth lies, because When you can get kind of grounded and centered in your own truth, your choices and your actions and all of that becomes your priorities, all become much more clear.
1: Wow. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with the writing part. (laughs) I always like my whole life, I don't know who at one point maybe told me that I was a bad writer. So my whole Mm. life, I just carried around, I can't write, I'm a bad writer yeah, no, I'm not going to write, oh, I can write a paper, yeah, I'll write about that history event that happened, because that's what school required, but my whole life, I was like, I'm a terrible writer, but I really enjoy it, <laughs> now mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, and like I said, doing the inner work, yeah, I've, I've caught myself, like, when I'm stressed out, I'm like, all right, bring out the paper, and I literally write, like, what's going on, and I dump it all on there, and I feel so good, so, yeah. It's just I, like a
2: download. It's like unpack what's happening up there because there's a lot.
1: <laughs> exactly. So it's really beautiful. It's so funny that, well, you know, I mean, I always think I'm such an advocate for coaches because I've done entrepreneurship and life without support and it was all right, but with support, it's just so much better. <laughs> Oh, True. And it's funny because I had one of my a session with my coach yesterday and I was like, okay, well, what am I gonna talk to her about? And then I journaled and then we got in our session and it was like what a really good one. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I had everything I wanted to start out with her.
2: <laughs> so it's, that's such a good point. I mean, just writing before a meeting or a conversation is uh, so clarifying so clarifying. I I often recommend that to my clients is just to write before they step into a meeting to just get clear about, you know, what, what's going to happen, what's on their mind, what are their ideal outcomes? How do they want to show up? I mean, it's so clarifying. Good for you. I love that.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Thank you. I love that too. Like all the insights that you're giving us. I'm like, it's so simple, but you know, it's, it's things that are often overlooked because, you know, we're busy th- processing other thoughts and information from the outside world, but it could be really simple, like the power in writing.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so and funny. it's, it's twenty—it's available 24-7. It's free. It's right at your fingertips, right? <laughs> and I, I want to acknowledge you for pushing past the, you know, the belief of like, I can't write because I think that's so common. And we, we are in this like academic sort of focused idea of writing, but it's simply anybody can do it. It doesn't matter if you're, it, you don't have to be good. Um, it's just literally following your thoughts and putting your thoughts on paper.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, will I go write a book? Probably not. It's not my passion, honestly, but I could journal my thoughts and it yeah. Yeah, it's so
2: much better. <laughs> I like to think of it just as a tool to navigate your life.
1: Yeah, I love that. No, it's really, really powerful when it's when said it's that way. I don't think enough people talk about it, to be honest. So I really love that you bring it up. Amazing. So- I know you talk about living in the someday illusion, (laughs) and I think we can all relate to that. What is one thing that we can do to shift um, into living more in the now?
2: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Yeah, it's something I noticed over time of coaching people that it was, you know, and myself included, we're always putting things off like, when I lose weight, when I have more money, when I have more time, then I'll do that thing. And, and that's too, like going back to my story of like checking the boxes and thinking I was going to arrive at this so-called someday where it would be happy and great. And I think one of the things that we can do is first just ask like, what is, what is it that you, instead of setting goals, like I want to make more money or I want to get this title or this, you know, to this point in my business or have this many clients um, or get in that next relationship or whatever it is for people um, is to ask yourself, what is it that you want to feel more of? And so it's a really good checkpoint so that you're not, a lot of times we think that next goal is gonna create the feeling, but we don't actually identify what it is that we want, and if we say, like, if if I were to ask you, like, what do you want to feel more of, Mary? What mm. would you say?
1: I would say right now more like security because everything's so <laughs> up in the air. Yeah, going a pandemic. yeah um, Yeah, more of that. I mean, a lot of areas in my life are doing really, really well, and I'm really grateful. But yeah, I think. Although I'm like, you know, financially I'm abundant and in love, I feel really good with my family, my friends, my relationships, but I'm like, there's still that sense of fear like, uh, are they going to shut us down again tomorrow? Yeah, really yeah, security thing. Uh, because literally overnight things changed for us, um, over a year That's ago. right.
2: we live in a, a different world, yeah. yeah. So, if it's whether it's security or happiness or more joy or more spontaneity or like whatever your word is, then you ask yourself, What can I do now, right here, today, this week, to create more security? So that we're not pushing it off into the distance, but really looking at how do we, how do we create and become more of that right here where we are. And that's how we prevent putting it off.
1: Mm, I love that. That's really beautiful. Thank you for that. (laughs) I didn't know I was going to be put on the spot like that, but that was really beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's awesome. Thank you. That was really beautiful. And I'm also really curious to ask. Um, it's like when I ask my copywriters, like, "How do you overcome writer's block?" Um, but for you,
2: um,
1: mm-hmm. what do you do on a bad day or on a day when things are feeling heavier than usual?
2: Yeah, it's such a great and timely question. I over the last couple months, I have found that I've had to, you know, I'm always using my own tools, but I've had to use them over time and. I like to think of it like a mindset workout, like just like we, you know, exercise for our bodies to feel good. I think it's really important that we they, we, have some kind of workout that we do for our minds and our emotional and mental well-being. And so for myself, uh, it involves a morning routine of uh, prayer and writing, moving my body, looking at my goals and sort of intentions for the year you know sometimes overnight we can forget or I forget who I am and what I'm doing in this world and what really matters and what's important and you know what am I on mission for and um, reading that sometimes there are certain seasons where I have to look at that more often than others and the last few months have been a season of just like that mental workout being so important so whether whether it's a morning routine or an evening routine, think simple, small. With you know, maybe it's ten minutes, maybe it's fifteen minutes, maybe it's an hour, or maybe you just start with something really small, um, which can involve you know reading, uh, gratitude, prayer, writing. You know, I always write a little bit to clear my head, and then pivot towards what do I want to create today. And I, I think those are it's really, really important. And that mental workout, like, you know, it just may take a little bit of time every morning to get your head on straight. And sometimes it takes longer than others. But the important thing is just to show up and have, you know, a mini workout that you can do each day to get your head on the right track so that you can really create the most of your day. Yeah, definitely. I love that the mental workout. <laughs> oh it's my god! It's vital.
1: Yeah, it's so
2: vital.
1: <laughs> Honestly, it's something they should even add to like the school curriculum. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think so Imagine too. Imagine being noticed that, like, oh my god, things would be so
1: different.
2: <laughs> things would be so different. Um, Hal Elrod. I don't, have you ever heard of him? No. He wrote the miracle morning and he has like a six-minute miracle morning. And that's one of the things that inspired me years and years ago to create a morning routine. But he has something called the six-minute miracle morning. And it's, you know, it's just getting quiet and listening inside and clearing your mind by doing a little bit of writing and maybe do a little bit of reading, like filling your mind with good things that are gonna inspire and create mobility in your day. And can be so simple
1: definitely yeah no I love how you said like simple small (laughs) five minutes six minutes whatever that looks like no but I I definitely agree it does make a huge difference well I love it all and thank you for all the goal that you've been sharing with us (laughs) Uh, is there anything else you'd love to share with us that we haven't talked about today
2: I think just this idea that, you know, for years of my life, I felt like I was at the mercy of my circumstances and, you know, feeling kind of powerless. And what I've learned over a lot of years is that I like to think of it like life can be this really creative adventure. And I don't mean like the arts or painting or that kind of creative, but really just that We get to create our everyday. And while we may not always be able to control the circumstances, we get to choose how we see them, how we show up to them, who we want to be in the face of them. And having a strong, healthy mindset and doing those mental workouts or using your writing um, are great ways that you can really start to make intentional choices in your everyday that. literally start to create a new reality for you. And I do like to think of it in simple small steps because I think oftentimes we think of um, you know, this kind of work like that we need to make these big swooping changes and it can feel overwhelming. But what I believe is that when you just show up and do something a little bit different in this moment and then in the next moment and the next moment, those little changes ripple to the larger change that we desire. And so, yeah, we have this opportunity to, to really live a, you know, a creative adventure every day. I
1: love that. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) A creative adventure that's literally like, you know, in our control. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Amazing. It could be that easy and we make it so much harder for us.
2: We do. We do. (laughs) Myself included.
1: Absolutely. I'm not talking that I haven't figured out, but (laughs) one thing I'm grateful for is that I have support to be like, hey, Mary, okay, you're steering
2: off the path. (laughs) That's exactly right. We're going to steer off the path. The important part is just getting back on the path. (laughs) Exactly. It's
1: always so nice um, to have that support, to have that, you know, that handheld and being like, Hey, let's go this way.
2: <laughs> that's
1: right. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I'm really, really glad that you were on here with us sharing your magic. Thank you for everything that you shared with us today. Um, and before you, we wrap up, I do have a must ask question that I ask all my guests, um, for anyone that's just getting started or currently feeling stuck in their business, what would you say to them as a piece of advice?
2: Hmm. Get out your journal, get out a (laughs) notebook, get out a piece of paper and really just kind of download everything that you're thinking and, and stand back away from it. And, and instead of, you know, a lot of we're stuck, we feel we're focused on what we don't want or what we're afraid of, or what, what might happen. And so after you empty all of that thinking, stand back and ask yourself, what is it that you do want? write that down, and then ask yourself, what can I do today to start moving in that direction?
1: Mm, I love that. Again, the power of writing. (laughs) The power (laughs) of writing. One thing you could take from today's podcast is literally the power of writing, (laughs) along with all the other gold that Carla shared with us. Amazing. Thank you again for all the insights and goodies. Um, Where can people connect with you, Carla?
2: Yeah. You, my website is Carla and I, you can also find me on Instagram at Carla S Reeves and also on LinkedIn at Carla S Reeves. Perfect. And And I have a podcast too. I have a podcast called differently. Oh, I love that.
1: I'm going to check it out. Amazing. And I will link all of that in the show notes. So don't worry about that. (laughs) Perfect. And there we have it. That's all today, friends. I hope this inspires you and uplifts you in all the ways. Thank you again, Carla, for joining us today. Thank you, Mary, for having me. Of course, you're welcome. And thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm sending all the love, light, good vibes, and magic into your home, your world, and your business. I'll see you later.
0: You've been listening to the Share Your Magic Podcast with Mary Alvazuras. If you've enjoyed what you've heard on today's episode, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time, keep sharing your magic with the world. We'll catch you in the next episode.